Is this live? What is up, Kasim? First person here. Can everybody hear me? Today we're talking about what you're dealing with, right? You're like, what should be included in my personal statement? And this is something that I see a lot of students struggle with. Sally, what is up? Who's in my application boot camp? How many of you are a woman? If you guys saw on Instagram, I also posted some throwback uh, Thursday, old school 2016, 2013 event uh, videos uh, when I was speaking to the students. But what's fun things? Um, so Shannon used to come to all my events. This is again, right? Get, get a woman who can cut your hair and who also supports you. And my lovely wife Shannon has supported me from day one and helping students and mentoring students and would, would drive the car while I would sleep after a call shift. I'd sleep like an hour, hour and a half, we're driving somewhere to an event. And I'd get out the car, splash some water on my face and go and do the event. And then she would drive us back home. But she'd be filming our old school events before we had a camera. How many events I did. And we go back to watch the footage and Shannon's getting weepy on like a part of like the speech because I'm talking about like what we went through and she's like getting weepy. So you see the camera just like drifting down like or or trembling because she's crying. And so thank goodness I got Emmy now because Emmy's in control of her emotions. And so she can actually film and have, we can have proper footage uh, for you guys. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So reapplying to medical school. One of my students applied to a medical school this year um, and it was one of these top medical schools and he, we talked about his application last slack. I was like, listen, there's some things you need to improve on. Your MCAT score is a little bit low. These kind of things are happening. But I said, there's no risk if you want to apply to a couple schools, apply to a couple schools, see what happens. to. They gave him a second was, you know, you need to make some changes with your application structure and you should do things differently because we don't want to see the same application over again. And he said, okay, well, what do you mean by that? And the dean who he was talking to said, one of the things you should do is you should mention why we should consider you a second time. So you should bring up that you've applied before and that you are now reapplying and let us know what has changed since the previous time you applied. Now, for you guys, right? Because you guys are all experts in admissions. What do you guys think about that advice? Do you think that's good advice? Should you mention the fact that you have applied before in your personal statement? What do we think? Harpreet, what up? Oh, Harpreet is running right now, listening to me. I feel like I've been running, man. I had so many patients today. I, like our hospital was busy today. I was running around everywhere. Third floor, fifth floor. Where you want it? Sally says bad in capital letters. What do other people think? I don't know what the bullseye means. I'm not up on the memes or whatever they're called, emojis. Uh, Brent, you're not allowed to answer because you're one of mine. Um, only mention uh, specifics on what you've done since applying. Um, uh, if they ask, giving a reason to the ad comms, yes, it gives them an opportunity to see the changes you've made. Nurse2MD says that. Clearmeister says, doesn't the application system ask if you're a reapplicant and give you an extra essay to write? Uh, like it can't be just be, I'm back, right? Okay, so we got some mixed answers. People say yes, people say no, and they have different reasons why or why not. And the correct answer, guys, is that you should not include anything about reapplying in your application. Why? Because we are not to push the life. You're not being like Takashi 69. You're not gonna get out in six months. You are gonna do some hard time. You're gonna be penalized tremendously for your snitching. Rats, what all rats gotta die, right? Isn't that little Wayne? Ask Master Splinter or something like that. Yes. If you snitch on yourself, you're gonna be in trouble. 
why would you, when you're given the opportunity to tell medical schools how amazing you are, how great you are, why would you use that opportunity to point out that you are flawed, that you are not a candidate who's been accepted before, who you are a candidate who they overlooked in the past? Why would you bring that up to them? Why would you put that even in their headspace? They're trying to size you up, make an impression. They're trying to see who you are in this midst of all these applicants. And you're going to come out and say, hey, guys, by the way, <laughs> you rejected me before and you said I was not good enough. Boop, boop, boop. That's ridiculous, right? What I call your future doctor narrative. Because what medical schools are trying to do with your personal statement, with your application, is trying to say, listen, okay, this student has done this. And most of what they've done really has no direct tie to medicine. But what we're looking for are characteristics and traits that would make an amazing future doctor. So we want to create that so they can extrapolate and say, oh, you know what? You know what? Young Andre is going to be an amazing physician. He's going to make impact with students and do different things. You want them to be able to see that trajectory. So you don't want to bring up negative things in your personal statement, particularly that you're reapplied. But here's the bigger reason why this is bad advice, Nurse2MD, who says, but if a medical school... A dean of medical school admissions recommends it. You should do it. No, you should not. The admissions process. And also, you have to think, how many applicants get rejected from every medical school? Think about this, guys. Every year, there are thousands of applicants of those, let's call it 5,000. How many get rejected? Let's call it 2,500. And then of those 2,500, how many of them are emailing this dean saying, hey, why did I get rejected? So how thorough is this dean being, right? So we can't just say that deans say something, you should go with it. That's not accurate. But the biggest reason this is bad advice, and we always have to pay attention and, and step away from advice and look at it and say, wait a minute, does that make sense? Is that this personal statement is going to what? Every single school you apply to. So what happens if you are now applying to other schools that you are not considered a reapplicant at because you were only a reapplicant to schools you applied to. So now you're going to blow up your whole application cycle by announcing to all the schools, hey guys, I'm a reapplicant. I've been rejected. Ha <laughs> ha, look at me. So we have to take into consideration the totality of our application. You're only a reapplicant to schools you've applied to before. So you don't want to mention in your personal statement that goes to every school that you're a reapplicant because you may not actually be a reapplicant for that university and you may have just cast doubt on your candidacy for no good reason. The better place to mention, right, that you are a reapplicant is in the secondaries because the secondaries are school specific and they will actually ask you even. Hey, are you a reapplicant? Oh, but he already knows the answer. It's the secondaries because it's specific to schools and it gives you an opportunity to then address that with that particular school. Particularly if you got feedback from that school on what was wrong because different schools might say different things are wrong with your application. So you have the opportunity to fix it and then address it specifically. Hey, you know what? I talked to you guys after the last cycle and you guys told me my MCAT wasn't good enough. So you know what? I took the time, sat down, studied for my MCAT. And then I got that MCAT score. So when you guys look at my application now, my MCAT is light years better than it was before. You know what? When I applied before, you guys told me I didn't have enough volunteer experience. You know what? I spent this whole year living in a third world country, saving the orphans and the children of the earth. I'm a volunteer extraordinaire. Accept me to your medical school. Does this make sense to everybody? If this is making sense to you right now, like the video right now, let me know that I am making sense to you. I'm not talking gibberish. And you guys understand why I think it's so important 
I constantly say, <laughs> not all advice is great advice. And people can have the best intentions with giving you advice, situation, and what we're going through, and it is sound advice. Because the personal statement is no place to say, hey, I'm a reapplicant. Because you may not be a reapplicant to all places. The flip side of that, right? And you're like, wait a minute. Well, yeah, I would be. Re mm -mm. If you applied to a bunch of schools and you got rejected from all of them, should your school list change or should it be the same? It should be different. So you're going to be applying to new schools, right? You're going to maybe move to some lower tier schools. Maybe you're going to add some DO schools, right? So you don't want to blow up your whole application and bust up your personal statement over that. And this is the third point I made, the final point. So the first point is, is the personal statement is not the place to snitch on yourselves, right? We are not Takashi 69 You will not get 2 million people on your Instagram. That's not what's going to happen when you snitch. The second thing is, is that that personal statement goes to all schools and you may not be a reapplicant. The third reason that you don't want to bring it up in the personal statement is you are limited to 5,300 characters in the personal statement. If you were like most students, where you're struggling is to condense your personal statement to make it fit into 5,300 characters. Who is struggling with that right now? you got a 10-page personal statement. It's amazing, but it's 10 pages. How many of you guys are struggling to whittle down your personal statement to focus it in? How many of you guys are struggling with that? And Teddy, I see your question. I'll answer your question. Think about that, guys. How many of you guys are struggling to get the space? <laughs> you don't know what the proper structure of the personal statement is, right? My personal statement structure, I call it the progressive persuasive personal statement structure. Right. Because it progresses logically and it's persuasively written. So we talk about I teach you guys how to persuasively write in my application course. Right. But we have an exact structure. And so therefore, it's easy for us to frame and know what's the personal statement. But for some of you guys, you're struggling with that. So what I encourage all of you guys to do is to understand you have a limited amount of space. And the last thing you want to do, this is your opportunity to pull them into your lives, to show them who you are and why you'd be an amazing doctor. Why would you dilute the focus of that personal statement by bringing in stray things? Oh, yeah, I'm telling you about my life, about my family, about my experiences in medicine. Oh, and by the way, I got an F on my transcript. I just wanted to bring it up to you. Oh, by the way, I reapplied last cycle and I didn't get in. But in that time, I've been working on my MCAT score and my MCAT score, like that's so random. And it makes the personal statement seem disingenuous. We want our personal statement to flow rhythmically and beautifully and telling our story and sally has an amazing personal statement this cycle meryl had an amazing personal statement last cycle so I'm saying right here is this making sense to everybody right those are three reasons right we, we you should never it's like covid right i got i wore a red cap today to stop the covid madness you people who are listening to one source for your covid news you people were like oh yeah somebody told me that if i rub saint john's wart on my face i'm immune from covid you gotta source it double source it triple source it Right? We gotta have multiple reasons. When someone tells you anything, you should always be asking, wait a minute, 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 wait. Why? Why are you saying I should do that? Why is that important? Why will that be helpful? And too many of you guys fail to ask that follow-up question, and so you get led astray by busters who don't have a second word, who don't have a reasoning why, who don't have the experience, who don't have the insight to give you real meaningful detailed advice heard if you're reapplying should you change your personal statement yes or no let's take it right now let's let's get it to, let's take it to the people let's vote on it
We'll answer Teddy's question. Teddy says, let me pull it up here. Should I change my personal statement as a reapplicant? We're going to take it to the people, guys. We're going to vote on this. Oh, Harpreet, the busting the busters is coming very soon. <laughs> I've already been filming. It's actually one of the most fun things I, I like. One of the like most fun things I've, I've had doing in terms of filming is filming this session, like these sessions, pointing out who these posers are on the internet and how they're so, so wrong. So it's kind of like reaction videos, but I'm reacting to the terrible stuff these posers say. <laughs> uh, Camille says we should. Uh, Armand says yes. Uh, <laughs> Kasim says maybe. Um, Sally doesn't count because she has the correct answer and she's one of my students. Lola says yes, at least make some edits. Something should be different since then, right? Everyone's like, yes, 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 change it, change it, change it. Sally has the correct answer. And the correct answer is this. Only if it was weak. Let me give you the analogy. You're in a relationship. Teddy, I'm going to pick on you, Teddy, because I see you there. You're looking suave. That beard is fierce. Got the white tie on the white shirt. You're looking good, okay? And Teddy, you're dating Sally. And I'm saying Sally because Sally's on the screen with you right there. And Sally is amazing. She's a great person. She's beautiful. You guys love each other. You guys are in love. And Sally catches you at an Airbnb with a bunch of girls, okay? Similar, <laughs> similar to our guy, right, Earl Thomas. She catches you cheating. And she's like, Teddy, how could you cheat on me? How could you cheat on me? I can't stand for this. I have to reject you from our relationship. I have to break up with you. I can't be with you because you're a cheater. And then Teddy's like, oh man, she rejected me. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get a new haircut. It must be the haircut. It must be problematic. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to get her some fancy necklace. I'm going to get her a necklace. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to say some nice words to her. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. I'm going to do that. Right? And then Teddy comes to her and says, hey, Sally, I changed his whole hair for you. I got the kind words. I got this necklace. Can we be together? And Sally's like, wait a minute. You got kind words and a new haircut? But I caught you with multiple ladies at the Airbnb. The problem I have with you, the reason I rejected you is because you're a cheater. How does changing your haircut help me want to be with you? What am I saying to you guys right now? When you get rejected from medical school, you need to change what is problematic, what is holding you back, what is weak about your application. But so many people fail to want to be real, to want to do what's hard. It's hard, Teddy, to stop cheating. It's hard. Those women from Instagram, they're in your DMs. It's terrible. It's terrible. You're a victim, Teddy, because they're all over you, right? You can't. There's hundreds of girls coming at you on Instagram. You can't stop how sexy you are, Teddy. Man, I'm, I'm outraged for you right now, Teddy. Sally, how dare you be outraged? Shoot. Right? So many of you guys fail to take the time to say, wait a minute, I got rejected. Why did I get rejected? What is the problem? And nine times out of 10, it isn't your personal statement. Nine times out of 10, it's your bogus, terrible MCAT. It's your sub 3.0 GPA. 
It's the fact that you have zero research experience. You have zero clinical experience. Your resume sucks, your GPA sucks, or your MCAT sucks. It's not a personal statement. It's the fact that your MCAT was 495. That's why you got rejected. But what do we do? Oh man, studying for the MCAT and fixing my MCAT score, that's hard, right? That's like Teddy saying, man, these girls, they're so beautiful. I can't stop cheating. I'm gonna cut this hair. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this hair. That's what you guys are doing. You guys don't wanna sit down and do the MCAT. You guys don't wanna sit down and take more classes and prove your GPA. So all you do is, I'm gonna rewrite my personal statement and then resubmit. That'll make the difference. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? I know I'm joking right now, but I'm serious, but I'm joking. <laughs> I had to make this very clear. Does everybody understand the analogy? Does everybody get what I'm saying? Okay. There we go, Teddy. And like, oh, I love this. Teddy's going to be honest. Thank you, Teddy, for sharing that with us. Right? He can be honest. In my case, I know it was my MCAT. <laughs> I know it. Right? We can, it's my MCAT. So fix your MCAT. If your personal statement is poorly worded, if it's unfocused, if it doesn't do justice to you, then yes, change that. But at the end of the day, that MCAT is probably the problem. Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? <laughs> this is important. I went way off the rockers for some people. Some people are like, what is this guy talking about? Airbnb, you have not seen the Earl Thomas story. You guys have not seen this. It is a classic, classic tale, classic tale of why men are terrible. We just need to go cheat on his wife and the wife tracked him down through Snapchat. Telling you, man, these girls out here, technology, fellas, take your whole phone apart. Get that flip phone back. She can't track that. <laughs> so anyway, the whole point is, guys, is focus on changing what is actually problematic with your application. So as reapplicants, you got to take that time to take a step back and say, wait a minute, what's really wrong with my application? And I'll, I'll say this also, as we talk about this, is actually like, to bring everything back full circle. We started this video because one of my students was asking a dean for advice. And I have a lot of problem students. And I say problem students in the sense that if people would just listen to me, everything would work out. Because again, they're gonna get thousands of these emails saying, hey, you rejected me. What can I do differently to get into your medical school? Do you think they're really gonna go through your whole application and give you a real specific, meaningful adv like advice? They're not. They're gonna throw out some, tell me what I did wrong. And can you help me get in next cycle? Patrice, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Patrice, as the dean? Yeah, if, so Lola asked, are we allowed to email you quick questions for second advice? Yeah, so if you guys want to like have me answer your question on the show, like on this like YouTube or on my podcast, if you guys don't know, I've got two podcasts, Dominate Pre-Med Podcast, the Student Transformation Podcast. Uh, we're live on YouTube right now. Um, but uh, <clears throat> if you guys want to get at me, send me an email. If you guys want me to like actually, if you want to be heard on this show, you can send me a voicemail and I'll actually play your voicemail on the um, show here. People can hear your voice. We'd love to hear Lola, Mermaid in Medicine. That's such a good name. Probably got like one of the mermaid voice, like like little Ariel from Little Mermaid. Okay, so Patrice says what? So Patrice, you're the dean. What do you say? <laughs> no, don't say they get so many. You're the dean, Patrice. What do you have to say when, when Kasim sends you, please help me, review my whole application. Obviously, you're gonna say, listen, I got two pens. My advice to you would be to look over your application and look for issues and things that you can improve before the next cycle. Perhaps rewrite your personal statement. 
rewrite your activity section. Let us know why we should accept you and consider you next round. If your MCAT is low, work on your MCAT. If your GPA, right? They give you generic, exactly. Thank you, Patrice. Right, that's the reality. So we have to recognize this. Know me, I know you see me on the internet, but I could be anybody. You send me your whole life story in the DM and I'm gonna read your whole life story and I'm gonna send you one sentence. Go forth, my child. And you're like, yes, okay, he said, like, how can I give you some profound advice in my IG DM? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Like, this is a 26 minute video. We're at 26 minutes right now. Think about that. Think about that. How, we, like, this is the problem with COVID. People are like, oh, I want to know about COVID, so I'm going to go on Twitter. I'm going to go on Twitter and I'm going to get updated on this, on this COVID. COVID is not new. What? It's just, it's coronavirus, it's the common cold. Oh, this is just Twitter flu. They're trying to get us. The government, they're setting us up. These do Wait, doctors are get paid more for COVID patients? These doctors are trying to steal our money. Oh, Twitter says it. We got to get into the details of it, guys. We got to get informed, we get educated. Got to feed your brain. Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? Please, if you understand what I'm saying right now, like this video, let me know that I have not lost you guys. We went way into the weeds, but I think that's like the perfect analogy for reapplying. Reapplying is you just cheated on your girl. How are you going to fix it? That's reapplying. Exactly. 5G COVID, y'all. 5G COVID. It's for real. Gave it to us. <laughs> All righty. Jonathan made it on here. What up, Jonathan? Um, okay. So everyone, have a wonderful, beautiful, outstanding day. It is Friday. Friday. I'm going to the beach this weekend with my kids. Woo! Who's excited? I'm teaching my son how to boogie board. He's four. He's like a fish in the water, y'all. He's like a fish. I'm like an octopus in the water. I should be like doing some of this. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, we'll be back every Monday, every Wednesday, new videos for you guys, the podcast, new stuff every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I'm Dr. Pineset. Everyone have a good weekend. How do we always end, guys? How do we end every single video? Harpreet, I'll see all you guys tomorrow. We got coaching starting bright and early, 6 a.m., y'all. We got Cult of Greatness. We got TPT tomorrow. And we got Apple. No more excuses. No more complaining. You're going to take your future in your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better?